Northridge High Football Camp, Chapter 6 Come on, Vinny. Jesus, you can't fucking really be that pissed about it. Vooch whispered loudly in the dark. Vinny, come on. Only the rustling of Vinny's sheets responded to his plea. Vin, he raised his whisper in volume. I think it looks pretty much better anyways. He laughed a bit, trying to keep a serious tone. No, really, Aw, come on. I was just clowning around, Manta. Jeez. Vinny had been ignoring Vooch since they returned from the showers. Once back in the cabin, he had quickly gotten undressed and climbed into his bunk. In the last couple of hours, the temperature had shot up at least 10 degrees and the humidity was high. His anger at Vooch had grown in degrees along with the thermometer. Vinny pulled a sheet over his shoulder as he turned on his side and faced Vooch's bed. Christ, Vooch! A really funny joke! Asshole! He kicked at the sheets with his foot in anger. Fuck! It's hot! Okay, okay, I shouldn't have done it without telling you first. I admit that. But hey, it really was just a fucking joke. I don't see why you gotta be mad at me. I just feel fucking stupid looking like this now, you know? Yeah, I guess me and some of the guys at Allentown have held down a soft or two and shaved them down. But I thought we was friends, Vucci. I didn't think you'd do anything like this to me. Vinny continued in a tone that showed he was feeling sorry for himself. He again kicked at the sheet, wrapping it around his foot and pulling it down his torso. He tangled the crumpling sheet around both ankles. Even totally uncovered, his body was overheating. Not so much as a breeze was coming in through the window above Vooch's bed. I just think I look fucking stupid. Vooch propped himself up on one elbow, straining to see Vinny through the darkness. He could only slightly make out his form on the bed. No, Vinny. Honest. It don't look bad, man. Honest. I wouldn't have done it if I thought it looked bad. Honest, buddy. I wouldn't. He spoke in a quieter, calming voice. Besides, bro, who's gonna be seeing ya ass anyways? Probably just me and Meat Man. Yeah, you got a point there, Vucci, but don't fucking pull anything like this again. I'm just irritable in this fucking goddamn heat. He kicked violently at the sheet, now sending it flying off the end of his bunk. He tossed himself up in the air for a second, then crashed back onto the mattress. His chest hair was matted down with sweat. It is pretty fucking sticky, huh? Vooch lowered his head back onto the pillow. I think I'll be able to sleep now, only because I'm so dead tired. Vinny wiped his hand down his chest and onto his stomach. It dripped from the pool forming on his body. He flicked the liquid from his fingers. Night, Vucci, 
he whispered into the darkness, turning onto his opposite side. His eyes focused on the blank wall in front of him as he waited for Vooch to respond. Within a few seconds, he heard Vooch's breathing change rhythm. He closed his eyes and tried to bring on sleep. Vinny awoke some time later in the darkness. The night heat had gotten worse. His face was mashed into the pillow as he lay on his stomach. Vinny could feel the layer of sweat that ran down his back and onto his newly shaved butt cheeks. He bucked his hips into the mattress below. His dick was fully erect and warm. Sighing, he flipped onto his back, opened his eyes, and focused on the sagging form that lay in the bed above him. He turned and raised himself up and sat on the edge of the bed, his bare feet finding even the boards of the cabin floor warm. He sat still and listened to the sounds of the night. Meat's familiar snoring was coming in the usual waves from above. Turning his attention across the room, Vinny could hear Vooch's heavy breathing, signaling his deep sleep state. Well, at least some of us can get some rest, he whispered to himself. He reached down and scratched his wet balls, causing his hard hog to slap against the slippery hairs of his stomach. He wrapped the fingers of his right hand tightly around the shaft and slid it up and down a few times. The calluses on his fingers gave a good, tough sensation that ran through his dickhead. Sighing again, he stood up and stretched in the darkness. Thrusting his chest out, he arched his back and yawned. His hand unconsciously stroked at his dick a few more times as he padded over to the window. He peered out into the stillness, keeping himself balanced over Vooch's bed, one arm propped against the window frame, holding him in place as he gazed out. Vinny smiled to himself as he looked down and saw his full standing cock hovering over Vooch's closed eyes. He immediately stepped back, fearful that Vooch might awaken in the night heat and get the wrong idea. He walked slowly into the center of the cabin, the humid air causing more sweat to break out. He felt a trickle begin down the inside of his thighs. Fuck this, he said out loud. He stepped over to his bed and retrieved his undershorts that lay piled next to the alarm clock. He gazed at the dial. 1.10 a.m. Fuck, he mumbled. Clumping the shorts in his fist, he opened the cabin door and went out into the night, his dick springing freely as he bounded down the path toward the beach. By the time Vinny got to the edge of the lake, his hog had deflated to a semi-erect state. Fucking mother heat, man! He yelled out across the water. He used the underwear in his fist to swipe down over his torso, removing most of the sweat. A slight breeze came off the lake, giving a cooling feeling to the matted hair on his body. Yeah, he whispered, 
relaxing in the pleasure of the wind. Tossing the shorts on the sand, he waded out deep into the water, plunging his hair under the surface, then throwing his head back. The cool water flowed down over the muscles of his back. He closed his eyes and stood still. Off in the distance, he heard what he figured must be the hoot of an owl. Come on in, guy, he shouted to the unseen bird. He chuckled as he dipped himself under again. Then standing, he dove in the deep water and swam out further into the lake. Vinny lay back and floated on the surface of the water, slowly moving his hands to paddle himself gently along. The moon was bright overhead, the lake expanse sufficient to allow light without being blocked by trees. He gazed at the reflection of the lights as it danced on the surface of the ripples. His eyes scanned down his body as it bobbed partially submerged. Laying in the floating position, his body hair would soak wet, then clear as he breathed in and allowed his torso to rise up slightly out of the water. His gaze focused on his dick, the large head jutting out of the depth of the water. He reached down and slapped his hog roughly. Again, it expanded in immediate reply to his assault. He smiled to himself as he watched his hog grow up against his stomach. Suddenly, Vinny's attention was diverted back to the path along the shoreline. He first heard voices laughing, but as he scanned the land, he could not immediately make out any forms. He swept his arms under the water, spinning his body along the surface so he could obtain a better view of the shore. Squinting, after a moment, he saw two dark shapes moving up along the ridge. He pulled his head fully up out of the water and tried to distinguish any conversation. His ears were partially blocked from being underwater, and all Vinny could detect was that they were two team members. Obviously, others could not sleep in the heat, he thought to himself. He watched as they disappeared again into the darkness. That part of the path only went off to one area, the showers. It made sense that they must think a shower would cool them off and get rid of some of the sweat. He heard one of them laughing as their voices faded into the trees. Vinny closed his eyes and floated. He wasn't sure, but he thought when he opened his eyes again that some time had passed. He must have actually fallen asleep in the enjoyment of the lake. He raised his head up again and out of the water and listened, but he did not hear any voices. He might have been asleep long enough for them to have showered and gone back to their cabins. He felt confused. It was still pitch dark, except for the moonlight, so it wasn't nearing morning quite yet. He spread out on his stomach and swam back to the shore. He picked his way along the beach, a few times stubbing his toes on rocks. Okay, now where the fuck is my underwear? 
he spoke out loud to himself. Seeing a white clump, he bent down and grabbed the damp shorts. Great, they're wet. He lifted them up to his face. Sweat wet. Great, fucking great. He walked down to the edge of the water again and dunked them in. He squeezed them out, then pulled them on. He adjusted his dick and balls in the material. Better, he mumbled. Vinny returned his gaze up the path to where the two guys had swerved off toward the shower house. Looking back down at his bare feet, he realized they were covered with a coating of sand that clung to the wetness of his skin. Okay, I'll just go up and rinse them off too, he instructed himself. The hardness of the underwear's cotton seemed to scrape against his hog as he slowly moved through the darkness and up the hill. He paused a moment to pull the wet cotton away from his balls. Tucking his shaft firmly against one thigh, he tried to limit the friction of the wet material. The darkness made following the trail difficult, and it took Vinny a good few minutes to make his way over to the shower house. Had the moonlight been able to penetrate through the trees, the hike would have progressed more quickly. He finally crested the hill and spotted the familiar lights of the showers. Vinny entered the door and was immediately in the bright fluorescent glare. He stomped his feet, clearing them of most of the sand, as the walk had pretty much dried out the sand that clung to his legs. He stepped deeper into the building, taking quick note that there was no noise coming from the shower room. Vinny stuck his head around the corner and looked into the tiled area. It was empty. Overhead, he noticed that several of the incandescent bulbs in the shower area had been turned off, it being so late at night. The showers now had a murky, almost hazy quality to the light compared to the bright contrast out in the toilet and sink area. Vinny walked back out the main door, further convinced that he had lost some time by dropping off into sleep while he had floated on the water. If the guys that he had seen along the water's edge were in fact heading for showers, they must have finished while he snoozed. Or perhaps they changed their minds and went off in another portion of the camp. But just as Vinny got to the corner of the shower house and turned his head back up the path towards his cabin, he heard laughter coming from inside the building he had just exited. What the fuck? he mumbled to himself. He paused and listened. Inside, he now heard a voice distinctly calling out to someone. Man, I'm gonna fucking piss myself here. Again, laughter followed. Curious, Vinny stepped further around to the side and looked up at the screen window area that connected with the eave of the roof. A two-foot window area circled around the shower house, allowing air to circulate from within. Honest, Tag, I swear this sweat and piss all coming out of me is going to dehydrate me in no time. Again, the voice was calling out loudly, Tagliente.
Vinny hissed under his breath. The image of Taglienti screwing him up when they were running drills flooded his mind. But who's talking to him? He whispered to no one. Vinny worked his way along the back of the building and noticed several trees that leaned right up against the wall of the shower house. He approached a low-limbed tree, gazing up at the configuration of branches. Without a moment of thought, Vinny hoisted himself up into the first of the low branches. Carefully picking his way, he climbed up further, bringing himself up in line with the screened area at the top of the building. Vinny paused and looked down. He was probably twelve feet off the ground. His bare feet nestled into a niche between the main trunk of the tree and a large outgrowth branch. He leaned back against the trunk and positioned his head so he could see clearly in through the screening. From this vantage point, he could actually look through the showers and out into the main sink area. Again, the light appeared darker in the shower room, but he could clearly see the back of someone at the sinks, the fluorescent lights brightly illuminating his form. He had a towel wrapped tightly around his waist. It appeared he was frantically pulling it off and heading toward the urinals. Vinny leaned further against the screen to get a better view. As the guy tossed the towel into one of the sinks and approached the nearest urinal, Vinny saw his reflection in one of the sink mirrors. It was Tony Marino. Marino had just begun to shoot his stream when Vinny noticed the wooden sauna door open and Taglienti walk out. He approached the urinal next to Marino. Yeah! Oh shit! Yeah! Marino whispered. Cocking his head to the left, he saw Taglienti had his own dick out and was hosing down in one of the troughs. His towel was slung over his shoulder as he pointed his dong at the porcelain. Taglienti turned his head slightly and looked at Marino. He smirked as he groaned in relief. Oh, honest to God, Tony, I didn't think I was going to make it to the pissa, he laughed, the sweat dripping down into his eyes. You gotta be careful, man. You can get wicked dehydrating sitting around in that sweat box. Marino finished and shook his dick. He walked over to the sink that contained his towel. He picked up the towel and wiped it across the mirror over the sink. Piss builds up real easy when you're so hot and sweating. He eyed his reflection. Taglienti pulled the towel off his shoulder and wrapped it back around his waist. He paced toward the entrance to the showers, flicking sweat off his chest and arms. No shit, but I just freaking love this feeling of having all my muscles get hot and shit, you know? It just revives me something fierce. Taglienti stopped and leaned his shoulder against the tile corner of the shower area. He reached down and yanked on the towel where it surrounded his butt, the hair in his crack straining against the pull from his fingers. Vinny adjusted himself in the tree perch. 
He had a full view of Taglianti's backside. He moved his torso flat against a shorter trunk that shot out and up and over the shower house roof. Not only did his new position give him a clear view of Taglianti's back, he could also now see Marino standing at the sink. Ass picker, Vinny muttered under his breath, observing Taglienti's adjustment of his towel. Taglienti watched as Marino pulled at an ingrown hair on his chin. You still going back in for another round of heat? Marino turned his gaze in the mirror so his eyes fell on Taglienti. He continued to pick at his beard. Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. He returned his focus to the reflection. Taglienti restlessly crossed his ankles and leaned harder against the white towels. He waited a few more seconds, then realized Marino was immersed in the mirror. Hey man, how about that field action, huh? It's getting pretty fucking intense out there, huh? He bounced his shoulder against the wall as he spoke. Marino did not shift his view. Yeah, seems so, huh? He pulled hard on the short hair in his stubble. Yeah, pretty fucking intense. That's why this sauna stuff is so darn good for your muscles. Taglienti massaged his shoulder with his hand. I'm taking quite the beating out there, man. Yeah, well, it seems you've been asking for quite the beating out there. Marino yanked at the same hair again. Oh, fuck! He dug his fingers harder against his skin. So what's the fucking deal with you and Manta? Jeez, you two looks like you hate each other's the fucking guts. This time, Marino successfully removed the irritated hair. Yes, he smiled at himself in the glass as he dropped the offending hair down the drain. Fuck him, Taglianti straightened up and planted both bare feet firmly on the tiled floor. He's just a panty-wadding little sissy. Honest to Christ, I swear, he just can't handle himself on the field, so he, like... That, like, takes it out on me, like I'm the fucking blame that he can't handle a football. Vinny tightened his eyes. He turned and spit violently into the air. Screw you, he hissed. He placed his ear closer to the screen so he could hear better. That's it, huh? He can't play football. That's the bottom line here, huh? Yeah, exactly, Taglienti shifted on his feet. He avoided Marino's eyes. Seems to me he can play, his eyes fixed on what might be another ingrown hair on his chest. In fact, it seems like he can play pretty fucking well, if you ask me. He dropped the towel to the floor and began examining his chest in the bright light. Vinny smiled to himself in the darkness. Yeah, well... Who the fuck asked you anyways? Taglienti ripped the towel from his waist and stormed over to the sauna. He yanked open the door and tossed his towel onto the wooden seats inside. I'm going in for another dose. He disappeared into the heat, closing the door behind him. Marino smiled to himself and walked over to the entrance to the showers. 
He kicked at his towel, sending it across the tiles and coming to rest against the corner where Taglienti had been leaning. Walking into the large, empty shower room, Marino headed over to the spigot in the far corner. Positioning himself, he turned the dial and let the cold water cascade down over his body, his skin still heated from his time in the sauna. Jesus, he yelled, throwing himself away from the invading spray. He quickly spun the dial toward the hot water indicator. Fucking goddamn, he muttered to himself, holding his hand under the stream as he awaited a tolerable temperature. Vinny leaned back, adjusting himself once again in the tree. His position now looked directly down onto Marino through the screen window, the shower spigot only a few feet below his seat in the branches. Satisfied with the warmth coming through the nozzle, Marino stepped back under the flow. His hand immediately fell to his dick, pulling absently on the excessive skin that made up his shaft. Marino started to lather all under his crotch. He spread his legs apart and let the soap slide over his ball sack. Turning, he made the water rinse off the front of his torso, then closed his eyes and let his hand begin to roughly pull on the skin of his hog again. He rinsed the soap off his legs, spinning around a couple of times to get totally clean. Aiming his face into the water, Marino opened his mouth and let it fill with the warm liquid, then tipped his head down and shot a pulsating stream out onto the dark tiles. He reached up and cranked the dial into the off position, abruptly ending the echo of the spilling water. He shook his body violently to get rid of the excess water, performing a kind of grotesque dance in the empty stillness. Suddenly, he threw himself down on the wet tiles, spreading his hands wide and holding his body weight at arm's length. He crossed his ankles, suspending his torso on the muscled toes of his right foot. He dipped his body down slowly, striating his back muscles in response to the action. Marino let his nose touch the floor tiles, exhaling and spitting out as he prepared to rise himself back up. Slowly, he began the ascent. Upon his return to arm's length position, he again began to dip down, his speed becoming even slower. With each passing second of effort, veins became more defined across his shoulders and back. The pump that Marino was producing in his body was incredibly intense due to the extreme effort of the exercise and the lasting effects of the sauna. He was a mass of huge pumped muscle. Marino completed his great set of push-ups, then returned to a standing position. He moved quickly to retrieve his towel, wrapping it tightly around his waist without bothering to dry himself off. He picked up his soap dish and shampoo and walked quickly toward the shower house exit. 
He silently gave the finger to the closed sauna door, smiling to himself as he headed off without Taglienti. Vinny watched quietly as Marino passed the corner of the building, sitting still so that he wouldn't call attention to himself overhead. He leaned his head back against the rough bark of the trunk, the light from inside the shower area illuminating his face. He smiled to himself and thought, So, Taglienti's all alone. Interesting. He replayed the conversation between Taglienti and Marino in his mind. Taglienti's comments about him not being able to play well flooded his thoughts. What a fucking a-hole, he whispered. He looked down, then began to adjust onto the lower branches and bring himself down toward the ground. Screw you, Tag. We'll just take care of this right now he said under his breath, as his bare feet found their mark. The pine needles crunched between his toes as his weight came down fully with a thud. He paused and adjusted his underwear. They were almost dry now. Then, moving carefully, Vinny slid slowly along the edge of the wall and entered the door without making a sound. The bright glare of the lights made him wait a moment for his eyes to adjust. After a pause, he continued along the inside wall, taking care not to come into the view of the sauna door. He stopped once he got to the toilet stall entrance, then stepped inside and partially closed the steel gate. He peered out the opening his view directly looking across the room to the small window in the sauna. He could clearly see Taglienti sitting on the two-level bench, his towel plastered over his head, obscuring any view that he would have to the outside area. Looking more intently at the wooden door, an idea came to mind. Vinny smiled again as he darted back along the wall and slipped back out into the night. He moved quickly along, peering down as his bare feet guided him. Within a minute, he had completed his search. He bent down and grabbed the end of a pine branch that lay on the ground. Not too thick, just right he whispered to himself as he headed back towards the shower house. Once back inside, Vinny made sure the Taglienti remained in a position that blocked his view. Although he had pulled the towel off his head, Taglienti was now sprawled on his back on the wooden bench, his gaze directed up at the ceiling. Vinny took his time in moving toward the sauna. He did not want to call attention to himself in any way. He pressed his back against the tile, his skin feeling the heat that the sauna gave out through the small surface of the wall. How could Taglienti possibly stand being in that furnace on a night like this? Vinny slowly slid his hand toward the handle of the wooden door. It was closed tightly, the handle jutted out, 
its large circular opening matched by a wood support next to it on the door jamb. Vinny smiled again. He knew this support was attached to the jamb to allow a chain and lock be put in place when the sauna was out of order or for any other time to prevent access. He paused one beat, then quickly slipped the stick through the support and handle, trapping Taglienti within. He moved back along the wall until he reached the exit door. Rather than go out, he slid his hand up to the light switch. With a chuckle, he flipped the switch off, plunging the main part of the building into darkness. You gonna be pretty hot for a short while, asswipe, Vinny chuckled. He stepped back away from the doorway and moved back into the toilet stall. He leaned against the jam, watching Taglienti's movements. A few minutes passed without Taglienti changing his position. He remained on his back, his towel now tucked behind his head, forming a pillow on the hard wood bench. Finally, Taglienti sighed loudly. He lifted his feet up and propped them against the hot wooden walls, then pressed his soles into the steamy boards, the heat shooting through his feet and up his legs. He curled his toes and squeezed them into the wood, tensing his leg muscles tightly. A moment later, he relaxed, letting the warmth penetrate the soreness that he had been feeling from his work on the football field. He closed his eyes again, luxuriating in the calmness of the sizzling room. Hey, Marino, you're missing all this heat, man. I'm telling you, it's the balls, he yelled loudly, his voice echoing off the low ceiling. Taglienti lifted his heads and shoulders off the bench for a moment. Remaining on his back, he scooted his butt further down toward the wall. His knees now came up almost to his chest. He once again closed his eyes and let the heat work on the muscles in this new reclined position. He started to quietly sing a tune, the echo of his voice sounding pleasant. Touch me, baby, touch me, touch me, all night long, baby. Beads of sweat from his feet ran down his calves and pooled on his knees. He reached up and let his fingers play with the puddle that was forming. He tapped his long fingers, watching the sweat plop off his legs into the air. His ass was getting hot as it lay flat against the boards. He could feel the more intense heat from a few nails whose heads were elevated to the same level as the surface of the bench. He adjusted himself slightly to his side, adjusting his feet to a new location on the wall. Another surge of warmth shot through the skin of his toes. He tapped them slowly to attune to the intense feeling. The hairs of his toes, each holding their own small reservoir of perspiration. Taglienti moved his hands from his knees and let them fall into the wet hair of his crotch. 
he was momentarily surprised by the extent of the saturation around his dick and balls. He shut his eyes tightly and slid his long fingers down to surround his ball sack. The heat and wetness shot a shiver through his spine. He pushed his butt slightly more toward the wall, his knees now rising up to his chest. Sliding his fingers back down over his saturated testicles, he let the fingertips of his right hand explore the ridge between his butt and balls. Drenched hairs tangled together, their soft blackness responding with a tickling sensation as he slowly prodded the skin lightly with his thumb. His finger extended a little more, moving further under and finding his tight entrance. He jumped as his large thumb found its mark. He pulsated his digit ever so slightly against the sealed opening. A strong pressure was given back, letting him know his body was battling any kind of intrusion. He gasped with the powerful feeling that was sent right down into his toes. He turned his head fully to the side, arching his shoulders in response to the growing excitement he was feeling. He half opened his eyes, his vision slowly adjusting to the light again. The lights were off in the main sink area. He pulled his hands away quickly as his thoughts returned to where he was. He remained curled on the bench, blinking his eyes to clear the sweat. Hey, Marino, he yelled. He paused a moment. No response. Marino! He yelled again with more force. Again, no response. He pulled himself up to a sitting position and swung his legs out onto the floor. He sat staring ahead at the darkness out in the main area. What the fuck? He stood and took a step forward, pushing his hand out against the door. His effort was met by resistance. The door did not move. He took a step back, his hand unconsciously raising and scratching his head. What the fuck? He said more forcefully. He moved and pushed against the wooden door again. No movement. Hey, Marino. Okay, fuckhead. Very funny. Now open the fucking door before I open your fucking head. His voice contained a slight tremor. Hey, motherfucker. He screamed. Panic began to set in. Taglianti's eyes widened as he pushed again and again on the small door, each time getting the same resistance. He grabbed his towel and wiped the sweat from his forehead, forming more from nerves than from the heat. He stood still, quietly praying in his mind that he would be able to get out. Tony! He yelled again, his voice sounding more strained and quivering. Throwing the towel back onto the bench, he noticed that his dick had shrunken down fully in his terror, his nuts pulled up tightly in their sack. Taglienti's eyes swelled with tears. Oh, come on, Tony! 
His voice trailed off. He shivered in a panic that ran down his back. He turned and stepped back toward the bench, picking up his towel and wiping his face. Suddenly, he hurled his weight fully against the door, sending it slamming back against the wall, swinging slightly and remaining open. He was free! He paused a moment to look at the door. No lock had been in place. The door had swung easily open this time. He quickly tied his towel around his waist. Glancing for a moment at the unobstructed handle, he half ran to the shower house door and darted off into the night. He did not see Vinny exit the shower house a minute later, throwing the branch in the bushes with a laugh. Vinny headed off toward his cabin. For some reason, the night heat didn't seem so bad now.